Welcome back to another episode of Too Many Men. Uh, no John tonight, no Kyle, because who knows why, really. Um, but Zach, Trish, and Tom are all here, back for our second episode in quarantine. And we, got, we have some stuff to talk about with the NFL draft just being last week. And let, let's start off where it's noticeable. Um, the Packers drafted a quarterback. It makes no yeah. sense. <laughs> Hold on. Can we just – it doesn't make sense. No. Rodgers has exactly four years the, left. It's exactly there's, what they did to Favre. There's did gonna Favre be just come off right. an NFC Championship game? doesn't matter. No. Exactly it does matter. Did to Favre. It Favre matters. Favre was a quarterback when he left as he ever was. No, if you give right. Aaron well, Rodgers a first-round receiver, there's a good chance that he can go farther but they gave him a headache. Look at the bigger uh, picture, all right? This was a, a draft filled with so many good wide receivers, and they took none. The <laughs> deepest wide receiver draft in years. And they, and they took take a single one. one. It made oh. – it was you – know, Listen, I understand their move. I get it. They're looking to the future, not to right now. Because they're like, all right. Yeah, why, get, why give Rodgers anything ever? Yeah. That's a, that's a <laughs> tough situation. To look and say we're looking to the future when you just went to an NFC Championship game. Granted, you got the shit kicked out of you. But yeah. think, just what if Aaron Rodgers had a weapon other than Devontae Adams? You know? Do you know the like, last receiver they drafted? Do you know the last receiver they drafted? No, I don't. 2018. It was Marquez Valdez Scantling. What, like the sixth uh, round? Yeah, 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 like fifth or sixth. And then that number of touchdowns he's thrown to. Yeah, uh, first round wide receivers is uh, Mercedes Lewis is the other one, and I believe that was this season. Was yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> in Aaron Rodgers' fifteenth season, it was that was the year. Oh my god! <laughs> he finally throws to a first, first round, round wide receiver. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't even think Mercedes Lewis is a wide receiver. I think he's a tight end. He yeah. is a tight end. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, man, if I was Aaron Rodgers, I'd be pissed. Aaron Rodgers is known for holding grudges his whole career. I mean, he didn't like Mike McCarthy from the start because Mike McCarthy was on the San Francisco 49ers staff that passed on him in the 05 draft, and he took that to heart. He was upset with Mike McCarthy from the beginning since he was even behind Favre there. Yeah, but he was if, so. if Yeah, okay. But he should have had more. <laughs> yeah. I can see have him. generational talent like Aaron Rodgers and not win. Yeah. Super Bowl. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is going to win his second probably in the next three years. Easily. And Patrick Mahomes said, listen, I, I want. I can see Patty doing back-to-back. Yeah. I want, I want Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. That's who I want you to draft. And the Chiefs went out and they fucking drafted him. You know why? Because He's... Patrick Mahomes said the team's going to do To draft him, yeah. Aaron Rodgers says it might be nice to draft a weapon in the first or second round and. Nope, sorry. We got, go, we got you. We drafted your replacement. <laughs> I can see him wanting to be traded in two years easily. If I was him, I'd want to be traded now. Yeah. I think he should. That'd be fucking a ballsy move. You're, just like, the rookie. you're committing to, to – what did you say, Trish? You're just fucking the rookie at that point. Oh, he doesn't care about the rookie. Yeah, no. I know he doesn't. I'm the just same saying. way Tom Brady didn't give two shits about Jimmy Garoppolo. It is the same thing. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers should look oh. at the front office and say, I want to trade. And I think there's I three like... teams that would jump on that immediately. Oh, easily. What three be... top Patriots. The Patriots. Imagine Aaron Rodgers. New England, the Patriots. New England is the first. They one. would get it. They would get him. 
Bill there Belichick's no... somehow going to swing him for like a sixth round pick because he's Bill Belichick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the second one I would say is the San Francisco 49ers. You know, make right on uh, not drafting him back in 05. And they were – they had some interest in Tom. They, Tom Brady was interested in them. And they kicked around the idea of possibly getting rid of Garoppolo for Brady, and they said no. Now, Garoppolo yeah. for Brady is a no. Garoppolo for Rodgers, I feel like, is a different scenario. Yeah. Because at this point in their careers, Aaron Rodgers is fairly better skill-wise. He's putting up better numbers. He just hasn't had any support around him his whole career, and he's still made it to an NFC Championship game. Yeah. No support. Literally. The third team I would have to say is interested would be uh, the Raiders. Vegas I did coming like, in. I did like home. the Raiders. Yeah, they had a good draft, first round at least. Before the draft, Mike Mayock, the general manager of the Oakland Raiders, or now Las Vegas Raiders, said, we are going to look to upgrade at every position if possible. Now, I, he said he liked the way Derek Carr played, but if there is a chance to upgrade, he was going to jump on that opportunity. Now, that opportunity – through the draft at least, probably only would have been either Tua or Joe Burrow, and that wasn't happening. Yeah. But now Aaron Rodgers becomes available, and you're giving up the farm for Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. The Vegas in their new home. Oh, yeah. That would be sick. And you see the Texans? Because I can see the Texans personally just because – I don't know. I I can see it just because O'Brien – like making some stupid move where now he somehow has Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers and then trades Deshaun Watson for like a fourth. Oh, man. I can't believe he traded DeAndre Hopkins. The fact that Isaiah Simmons fell to eight to Arizona. Oh, I know. Was yeah. I'm sure Arizona couldn't believe he was there. Even, even though Kyler Murray wanted C.D. Lamb a lot, they got their weapon in the offseason and DeAndre Hopkins in the trade from yeah, Houston. They needed they didn't, they didn't need C.D. Lamb. Well, neither did Dallas, who drafted him, which is just upsetting in every Yeah. I mean, if he's there sense. at 22 or whatever they were, you, you kind of have to take him. Yeah, he's ready to go 11 12. It was 17. Yeah, he, I, he was the first quarterback I thought was going to be taken. I thought Oakland was going to take him. Yeah. And they went with Henry Ruggs, and the Jets didn't go wide receiver. They went back then. Let's take a second to talk about Makai Becton's dad. Why? Holy shit. Makai Becton is a freak of nature. Makai Becton is like, I think he's 6'5 and a half and 364. And he ran his 40 time in an insane amount. I think it was like 4'5 really? or around there, 4'6. Oh, my God. Something ridiculous, yeah. Did he you see low. the picture of his dad? No, I didn't. Man's a I unit. Was- I'm going to send it to you guys right now. And, and what's the fir- – like? I'm about to have I'm, a picture up. I'm watching the draft, and the first thing that comes to my mind is not anything about Makai Becton when they show the Zoom call of his house. The first thing I think of is, holy shit, can his dad play lineman for the Giants? <laughs> Dave Gilliman wants hog mollies. That man <laughs> is a bona fide hog molly. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. There's his dad right there. Holy, oh, I do remember. Holy he is shit. ginormous. Yeah, he is. Oh, his, oh, Jesus. That is the woman standing next to him. I believe that's Makai Becton's sister, who is also very tall. That's, yeah, she's that, pretty. Yeah, it's some shit. very athletic bloodlines going through that family. But yeah. Makai okay. Becton's dad looks like he could probably he could take three or four offensive linemen easily. <laughs> Defensive lineman. He'll, he'll just yeah. swallow him up. I want him on both sides of the ball. 
Yeah. He's a run stuffer. <laughs> that man is also a run stuffer. Every the word the phrase run stuffer was invented after looking at Makai Becton's dad. <laughs> I can oh, see no. it. My man is big. <laughs> yeah. The Jets the Jets had a very good draft. Joe Douglas pulled off some very good moves, was accumulating picks throughout the draft, trading back, waiting for People players. People were mad to that uh, they traded back for that wide receiver. Well, I think they were going to draft that wide receiver with that pick, and they yeah, traded back, and to he get was him anyway. still there. Yeah, that was such a like, smart move. That's, I mean, for the first time in a long time, both New York teams had very good drafts. Oh, yeah. I'm very happy as a Giants fan with the way the Giants drafted. I, I like the Andrew Thomas pick. He's, that safety from uh, Alabama. Xavier McKinney falling to the Giants at 36 was something that should not happen. He was they, first they round talent. They, yeah, they said that they were going to trade that pick away, and they said he was there. We had to take him. Yeah, the only player they were going to take in that situation was Xavier McKinney, and he just so happened to be there. Andrew Thomas was uh, is a left tackle. He's the only, like, solidified left tackle other than Makai Becton who still needs some work at left tackle. Andrew Thomas is going to walk in day one and there's going to be no question about it. He's the starting left tackle of the New York Giants. He, he's already beat out Nate Solder who had an atrocious 2019 season who I, I guess they're hoping can bounce back in, in 2020 at right tackle. And eventually their third round pick Matt Peart will be the guy who takes over the right tackle position. If they make the change midseason or let Nate Solder go after this year because it is easier for them if they cut him after this season. There's not as much bonus money or dead cap they have to pay because of it. Oh, really? But I like the actual direction they're taking for the Giants. They said they were going to fix the offensive line, and they, they dedicated did. themselves to that. Thank God. It's been, yeah, they but they've been saying that for, yeah, they've been saying that for years. Yeah, they've been they've saying it. Spotty line. They've been it's, saying it. It should have started never, when they signed Nate Solder. They've never dedicated this much draft capital to fixing the offensive line. You had Andrew Thomas in the first round, Matt Peart in the third round, and the fifth round you had guard Shane Lemieux out of Oregon, who was eventually going to step in and either be a guard or the center for the New York Giants. Probably not this season, probably next year or the year after. Yeah, he needs a year probably. Those late-round picks are – It wasn't just a patchy – it wasn't just a patch job. He No, they just completely got everybody – in place for the future with Hernandez on the offensive line, Thomas on one side, Parrott on the they other. They're drafting Daniel Jones at six. Yeah. Listen, now nobody should – nobody theoretically, nobody should touch Daniel Jones this season. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yep. they should not touch him. But. And the Giants also have $75 million in cap space for next free agency to start a defensive overhaul if they want to go out and get some – Oh, yeah. Pro Bowlers or Because yeah, we don't have o- Odell's uh, contract this Maybe year, right? Because we, we had to pay. Or... We didn't have to we pay him. But he, yeah. yeah. So, the one thing that did uh, surprise me, Jedrick Wills to the Cleveland uh, Browns. I'm surprised he fell. Yeah, me he too. He was my number two guy that I wanted the Giants to take at, uh, at four behind. Uh, well, he's my number one guy, really. I knew they were going to take Thomas because there was a team. Every time a report comes out that there's a team – that ah, some guy you weren't thinking of is gonna it's at the top of some team's draft board. It's like oh yeah. It's the Giants, of course. Daniel Jones last year, Andrew <laughs> Thomas this year. But uh I wanted either Wills or Werfs, and I knew they weren't getting Wills because uh it came out that he wasn't even their target. That was between Andrew Thomas and 
and uh, Tristan Wirfs. And, and the minute I saw Andrew Thomas or Wirfs, I'm like, well, this is the only team that's even mentioning Thomas at this high as a, as a position. Yeah. So Thomas is going to be the draft pick for the Giants. <laughs> I Who else? Anybody from Georgia, Georgia's O-line is worth taking, especially because they've had such a good run game the last, like, three, four years. Now it, it's, it's going to help Saquon a lot. He, yeah. he, has, yeah. he has some parts to work on in the pass protection, but when you have a player like Saquon in the backfield, you have the ability to set up that type of run that – you can seal the outside with Andrew Thomas on one side. Hopefully Nate Solder can pick it back up in 2020 on the other side. The pass will be there. It's just going to be. Yeah. And even if it's even not if as frequent. Isn't good. Yeah. It's going to, like, at least if someone gets open. I, who are a wide receiver? We didn't get rid of any wide receivers this year, right? I know I heard no. WFAN talking about uh, Golden Tate. Or no, they were sort of a defender. Never mind. No, nobody's, no, Marcus Golden is who you're thinking of. Oh, yeah, Marcus Golden. Yeah. Another good move by the Giants, putting a second-round tender on Marcus Golden. Yeah. Which means if he gets signed between now or July 22nd, the Giants will get a second-round pick for him. Apparently we get two picks. WFAN was saying we might get two picks for it. But if he doesn't sign with anybody by July 22nd, the only team he can sign with is the Giants. Yeah. So they've locked up another, you know. They were saying the Patriots did that a few years ago, too. Yeah, to, that's, uh, that's where Joe Blanc. Judge got it from. Yeah. Um, I thought the Jets had a good draft. Uh, I like Becton. I think he's just a little bit of a little bit more of a project than any other offensive lineman in that draft. Well, at least the top five guys: Wills, Werfs, Thomas. Yeah, they could have gotten Werfs. He would have been a starter right away. I mean, Becton's probably going to start either way, but yeah, but they needed the other side. True. You know. So who do you see as like the biggest loser coming out of this draft? I mean, Green Bay. I go with the Packers. Yeah, definitely the uh, Packers. Uh, we'll see if you're still. Tampa Bay had a good draft when that kid's a fucking MVP. Tampa think, Bay got some good uh, good picks in the first round. Who they take their second pick? I think they they traded up, didn't they? Tampa Bay had a very good draft. Tampa, Tampa Bay had a very good draft. Where they um, trade? I think the Broncos had one of the best ones, grabbing offensive needs. Because they got Jerry Judy, they got KJ Hamler to complement Cortland Sutton. Drew also got Locke some linemen. has weapons. Drew Locke has weapons, and he's got a cannon. He's playing in that high altitude. If Sutton, Judy, and who was the last one? It was Hamlin, right? Yeah. Hamler? Yeah. If KJ Hamler. Get, Anyone gets past the secondary, he's gonna be able to throw that ball a mile. No, two I like the wide it. receiver Cincinnati got too. Higgins from uh, Clemson. T. Higgins that was a good pick. Cincinnati that was a, a very great good pick. Draft. You know, you can't go wrong with Burrow at one. I think he's gonna be a very yeah. solid NFL quarterback. And is is he gonna end up just being another Andy Dalton? I hope not. Just, or better yet, another uh, Chris Wait. is a Palmer. We Palmer, say yeah. we yeah. say another Andy Dalton. We forget what Andy Dalton was at the top of his career. Oh yeah, he was. They were in the playoffs like every year. Yeah, they should. When have was that? That was That was a while ago, right? Like twenty twelve. Pittsburgh. But uh, Vontez Burfick took that stupid penalty on defense and laid out Antonio Brown. Which they should have beaten the Jets that from. one year. 
I mean, a lot of it, I think Marvin Lewis had a lot of it. I, I think Andy Dalton, there was a chance where he could have been a very good quarterback. I think he's – him and Matt Ryan, I really see as the same type of quarterback. You just but, feel bad for him because they're stuck on shitty teams, but they're yeah, really quarterbacks. He's stuck the on team a team. wasn't even that shit. The coaching was terrible. Yeah. It's it's the upper management, really. They kept Marvin like how Lewis Cleveland. forever there. Well, Cleveland, the teams have been shit, and the management's been shit. Yeah. But – they, I mean, Andy Dalton had AJ Green in his prime. He had Tyler Eifert when he was really good. Croft Didn't he have Ocho Cinco? Eifert. He had Ocho Cinco for a little bit. You know, it's, before Ocho Cinco was Ocho Cinco, right? No, he was Ocho he Cinco and when, Dal- when Dalton got there. Ocho Cinco was Ocho Cinco. He wasn't Chad Johnson. Carson Palmer had okay. Chad Johnson, but. Granted, Dalton didn't have the same hype that Burrow does. Dalton was a second-round draft pick of Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, Burrow has a weapon. Joe Mixon in the backfield is going to help him. Having T. Higgins on one side and A.J. Green on the other is going to be something. Yeah. The only questionable part is the defense. They made some solid moves in free agency. They showed up that defensive line a little bit. I mean, it's a tough division they're in. I, I could see them. Is it fair to say that this year? Uh, yeah, I forgot about the Steelers. Well, I just who knows how Ben Roethlisberger is going to do. Exactly. That's why I could see him finish ahead of the Steelers. What are you saying, Trish? I was going to ask, do you think it's fair to say that this year is the highest we've seen for quarterbacks in the NFL? Like, just where they're moving, where they're going. There's so many available to every team. That there really shouldn't be a team that ends up with a bad one. Yeah, there's never been a year like this where this many quarterbacks have been on the move. You, you never see a player like Tom Brady. You had a player like Tom Brady. Between Winston, yeah. Well, you Kurt say Drew, Drew Brees, yeah. but I'll, I'll, I wouldn't count Drew Brees in that because Drew Brees said the only place he's playing is New Orleans if he comes back. Yeah. Right, but then you also had Taysom Hill and um, the other one. Teddy I don't, see, t- Teddy I don't see Taysom Hill as like a starter, though. Uh, apparently St. Uh, well, New Orleans. New Orleans made a very interesting move. Today it became official. Uh, Jameis Winston signed a one-year contract yep. with New Orleans. Jameis Winston turned down more money from to go Pittsburgh yeah. to go to, pro- to New Orleans. Yeah. He would have Which, a shot to play in New or- in uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah. He wants a ring. He, he's hoping for the Teddy Bridgewater route. Yeah. Yeah. If he gets hurt. Yeah, and or well, you know, once Breeze, because this is Breeze last, Drew Breeze last year. Think this so? Is last year, yeah, he said it. This is this oh, yeah. is his last is year. Is it? Oh, okay. I, he told people at he's going to win his Super Bowl and leave. <laughs> he told people at the Pro Bowl that he was retiring already. Oh, really? And coming then he came back and said, "No, nah, actually, I want to play." This is his last year. So next year it should be for the starting position in New Orleans at least. Winston or Hill? Hill signed a two-year contract. Winston signed a one-year, but I could easily see him resigning if he has a chance to take the starting role. Yeah. I don't know. And a, a year behind Drew Brees is huge, so valuable. And now that he got the laser eye surgery, he's not going to be on picks anymore. Drew Brees isn't Aaron Rodgers. I feel like if Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers won't help mentor a young quarterback. I think a little bit of that is ego. Drew Brees is the type of player who is going to mentor a young. Oh yeah, he has no problem with it. He just wants what's best for the Saints. Yeah, we forget Jameis Winston was a, was still a number one overall pick. He still had some skill coming out of college. And the you know, best part of being a number one overall pick is you're going to get multiple chances in the, in the NFL. 
no team is just going to give up on you after the first try. Somebody's always going to take a chance. Oh, yeah. I mean, and he still showed a lot of upside last year. Even though he threw 30 picks, he still had 30-something touchdowns and over 5,000 yards. He led the league in passing. Yeah, he led the league. Which is insane for someone who's now not starting. Yeah. Wasn't he the first time that someone led the league in passing and interceptions? Uh, I'm not sure. Probably. I'm probably this was the first time ever because he threw 30 picks and, like, some ridiculous amount of touchdowns. He's the founding member of the 30-30 club. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I, I did want to bring up one other uh, team, the Eagles, with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Dude, and after I wanted taking Jalen uh, Rieger, is his first name Jalen? Jalen Rieger? Rieger, yes. Uh, in the first round, which seemed like a reach. Justin Jefferson was there. So Philly fans are already upset at management for reaching on a wide receiver. They were, I, don't, Justin I don't think that was that taken. bad of a pick. I know Jefferson was there, but, like, you can still look at Rieger and say, okay, he might have more upside than Jefferson just because of his speed. He's a very fast receiver. Yeah, but but if you have problems catching the ball, like, Aguilar was fast, wasn't he? He's a bit of a shifty guy. Yeah, I don't know. You can have a fast guy, but if he can't catch the deep ball or, you know, get, get, like – Jefferson's got hands, man. Does he? Yeah, uh, Justin Jefferson's a really good wide receiver. He's going to fit in well. He's going to step right in and take over that Stephon Diggs role. Yeah, Minnesota took him right Minnesota. after. They even yeah. traded up. They traded up to get him. Um, now I, what do you think Taylor of Jalen Hurts? In the second round, yeah. I think, makes, I, I think that's what makes them losers of the draft. The only thing is, like, I, I've always, since Carson Wentz got hurt the first time, I've hated him because, like, he's if he can't be on the field, there's no point – and keeping him going out there. It's he, it's an interesting tactic choosing not to fill a need at 58. Yeah. Like, like Jalen Hurts probably would have been there third round. Like my, I think he would have went late second. Who would have picked him? New England might have traded back up to get him. Who didn't take yeah. a quarterback this draft. I could see which that. Which could be New England had a guy at the top of their board. He got taken. They went, well, it's not worth it. Let's start sitting. Now, yeah. they're the betting favorites to land Cam Newton, but reports out of New England are now they have zero interest in Cam Newton whatsoever. Yeah. I most think of they're that, going I for like, Lawrence. I feel like most of that is because of uh, physicals right now are tough to get past. Oh, yeah. And I don't think anybody's going to take a risk on Cam Newton until at least preseason right or training camps open back up. Yeah. yeah. In case someone gets hurt. Now, we, we talk a lot of shit, and we say that Jared Stidham – can't come in and lead the team to at least a division championship. We say they're tanking for Trevor Lawrence. I don't think they're tanking, but no, if I don't they, think they are. Think about if all the teams that got That would QB. be such a Patriots move, though, if they tank. Yeah. It would be. It'd be Bill Belichick being smarter than everybody else. Yeah. I, I think you could but, say that about any move they make. Like, he can go, like, 11-5 and five with Jared Sidham. It's like, oh, that's such a Patriots thing just because it's Jared Sidham and Bill Belichick's there. Well, you got to remember, Jared Sidham, if he was in this draft, would probably be the – the fourth or fifth ranked quarterback in this draft. Yeah, but thinking like if if he goes maybe like five and ten, all the all the teams that got quarterbacks this year, like the Patriots could probably still get them with a like an eight to a twelve pick if they're middle of the pack. Who are you talking about here? Patriots getting Lawrence next year. Lawrence is going one. Who's going to take him yeah. a one though? Uh, There's not many teams that are going to be 
clamoring no, for a quarterback. No, but the teams that need one are going to be there. Jacksonville. Hey. Hey, hey. Jacksonville has the Give Gardner Minshew a chance. You I want am. your mouth. So you're not. They're, they're giving him a chance too. But let's be honest. Gardner Minshew's not putting, being put in a position right now where he's going to win. They're going to trade their Pro Bowl running back. They have traded away basically every favorable piece they had on defense. They cut Marquise Lee. Yeah, that's Well, that's true. fair. Awesome. He only had two catches in three years. And Jacksonville currently is a flaming garbage fire. So, like, like it's... if you're telling me if they're the one pick and they got a choice between Lawrence and Minshew, after a year where Minshew just led them to the number one overall pick. Yeah, if they're there, on Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. How you, I mean, who knows if they're even going to be the first pick. Yeah. I mean, if they're a top pick, I can see them going receiver. But if they're the top pick, then maybe yeah. Lawrence. I feel like there's a lot of teams that next year would abandon their plans. Whatever the only plan other right one now. I could see is Chicago. I could see I could Chicago see doing it. I could see Washington doing it. I could see Vegas doing it. I could see the. I can't see Vegas doing it. They just got like a few good pieces. Derek Carr is not that bad. Yeah, but Trevor Lawrence is going to be better than Derek Carr. Yeah, and yeah, if, but if Trevor to tank Lawrence, the whole season have, on it, I don't think they're going to tank. I think that they're going to do bad, and then you know they're just going to call in fucking Trevor Lawrence. They're going to draft him. I there can see were a lot rumors. Of there were rumors this off season about Detroit getting rid of Matt Stafford. I can see Detroit doing it next year. I mm. could see if the Vikings really yeah. this season went to shit and somehow they were one or two. I could see them taking either Trevor Lawrence or Fields out of Ohio State. It, it becomes the the question. Yeah, you have a guy now, but you could trade him for an asset if you really believe this guy who's going to go one, Trevor Lawrence, is better than what we have now, and especially, even if he's not better than what we have now, better than what we're going to have in two years. Yeah, that's true. And he's going to be good. He's going to be fucking – th- how many games has he lost to Clemson? Like three? What's keeping a team one? like oh my God. from – Yeah, that's Phillip true. Rivers ain't leading that team anywhere. No, and Phil Rivers, Rivers, Rivers only has like, like two years left anyway, if that. I don't even know why Indy signed him. I don't see that as an upgrade. No, me neither. They went pretty lateral. <laughs> I, I think they should have really taken a chance more on Cam Newton than Philip Rivers. Yeah, I would have liked to see Cam Newton. Cam Newton's going to be on an NFL roster this year. Just, I have I him going to Jacksonville. I put twenty bucks on him going to Jacksonville. I could see if if he's a free agent into the season and things get really bad in Washington. Ron Rivera, who was his coach down at Carolina. Oh, he would definitely do it. Super Bowl. He, would, he would take him. Let's see what their odds are for him going to uh, Washington. I don't understand why the Eagles didn't just sign Cam Newton. I think that would have been the best move. Instead, they take Jalen Hurts in the second round. Like they I, don't, do I you... don't think Cam Newton would have signed there. No, well, even so either. Even then, they could have just signed He's injury prone. No one's going to take him. Even then, they could have just signed any quarterback who's out there and have him as a backup instead of Jalen Hurts. Well, their expectation, they said, is for Jalen Hurts to, um, you know, play in that Taysom Hill type role. It just adds another element to their offense they didn't have with throwing a Nate Sudfeld back as backup or anything, you know? I think he'll end up being the starter in three, four years, maybe even earlier. If Carson think, Wentz gets hurt this, if gets gets hurt this hurt, year and he leads him to the playoffs, he's, he's going to be the he's gonna be the Yeah, he's going to be the The Eagles starter. have an out 
for Wentz's contract, I believe, after this season. So it's Poor like Wentz, Wentz big year. So promising. Wentz, he's still very died. good. Wentz basically is the reason they go and win a Super Bowl. And yeah, but has he had a full season yet? Because you can't say that. You can't. Say he he's has the had a full season. I can say it. I can say it because without the other, it doesn't happen. He played fourteen <laughs> games. The year he got the year they went to the Super Bowl, he played fourteen games. Yeah, I think so. Newton they were, the Redskins. They is were plus five hundred. Yeah, but you gotta like, remember, some people are just really good in the regular season and then just can't do it in the playoffs. Well, that's uh, I don't I, think that's I, a fair I fully assumption. Carson Wentz would have yeah on the same thing Nick Foles did and led that team right to the Super Bowl. See, but you can say that all you want, but you can you don't have any proof. It's all speculation, well, but I think the proof is that you can go with an easier argument that Carson Wentz. I, would I believe lead that team I can. In the I believe I can say that and pretty much be sure of it. Nick Foles didn't do that much. He had the really good Super Bowl, but a lot of that was the team around Nick Foles. Their defense. Yeah, their was defense was really good. Menacing. Not yeah. to mention receivers the having game amazing they played years. Against Minnesota. In the NFC Championship game, they held Minnesota to what seven points? Yeah, yeah, it was under ten, I think. I mean, not to mention yeah. Aguilar's best year yet. And also, Jeffrey was an animal. Yeah, yeah he had some really nice touchdowns right catches. after that year. The only the only down spot that they had was running back, and even then, everyone filled in and did. Jay Ajayi was on that team. Jay Ajayi yeah, was Corey Clement. There was there the list goes on, and they also signed an amazing kicker off a practice squad. Yeah, yeah, he hit that Elliott. 61-yard field goal against the Giants to beat him. Yep. Longest field goal in Eagles history as time expired, Giants-Eagles. Rookie yeah. kick. Rookie kicker off the uh, Bengals practice squad. Fuck the Eagles. Fuck All right, let's talk a little bit now uh, about uh, sports restarting because that is starting to pick up steam as we go along here. The NHL is shooting for June 1st, not specifically as a restart date. Maybe uh, formal workouts start then. Informal may start on May 15th. A lot of players in the NHL are upset, uh, Canadian and American ones specifically, because Swedish NHL players, there is no restriction on rinks in Sweden. They are getting yep. their full practice and workouts in. Oh, really? Where Canadian and American NHL players are sitting home. Oh, have you not seen Jesper Bratt tearing it up on the ice? No, I haven't. Well, let's, let's, talk, haven't. About, let's talk about a team where they're focused around a Swedish player and their offense or defense relies a lot on them. Vancouver, a bubble NHL team. Elias Pettersson. Yeah. <laughs> Just training right before we get to the playoffs or the end of this regular season, which is going to be strange. Yeah, I wonder the what NH- they're going to do. The NHL is hell-bent on finishing this season. They even said they are willing to push back the start of next regular season to December, which I do not totally I hate yeah, no. at all. To have hockey playoffs in summer, like, I did yeah, the, the Stanley Cup would end in July. They would get rid of the bye weeks and the All-Star break. The NBA, there still is no formal plan. They've backed away from that, too, on they starting have, up again. Yeah, and they've really scrapped the whole all the teams in Vegas idea. Um, the MLB... It's looking like July 4th is going to be the day. Yeah, they said they're, they definitely are cool starting. Day. Yeah, it the is. The only thing I didn't like about the potential plan is they're going to play 80 to 100 games, the way it looks right now, according yeah. to Jeff Hassan. And Damn it, that means our $100 bet doesn't go through. The yep. playoffs would go into December, and then December uh, would uh, – playoff games would be at neutral sites. 
Yeah, I was going to say, how the fuck are you going to play if, baseball games? If the Yankees go to the World Series, you can't play that game anywhere else but Yankee Stadium. Yeah, you no, can't. not at all. And now, it, when it comes to playing games in cold weather, it's not like it isn't done. Because no, you got the, Colorado. The, the Rockies and the Twins, Twins play outdoors yeah. too. In March, there's still snow on the ground in those places. In the Twins October, in the dome? it starts. No, Twins don't play in the dome anymore. When did that stop? Twins stopped playing in the dome when they knocked down the Metrodome in 2013, 2014. Now they're at Target Field. Oh, they just had the Winter Shows Classic you. there. Shows you how often I pay attention to the Twins. <laughs> I mean, the Yankees just played a series against them. Listen. <laughs> in the playoffs. Listen. I don't pay attention um, to the Twins. Uh, well, the Mets and Yankees would be in uh, the same division if they yeah, do this. The, the MLB wants to go to a, uh, three 10 team divisions. Uh, and then, uh, I don't know. Wait, how the why would they would change work. up the divisions, though? So teams are going to do travel it. as much. Yeah, they're going to do it in the uh, spring training uh, divisions. Yeah. Oh. Which doesn't make much sense for the Central because there's no Central like spring training division. They're all in Arizona, I think, or they're split. Yeah. So they would just be in the Great League. Or you could the... easily, you could easily just stick them in like Texas. Well, yeah, and either way, like the the way it's set up for spring training is like there's a Grapefruit League, which is Austin, Florida, and, cactus. and then there's Cactus League. So like it would just be those two divisions, and they play everybody in those two divisions. Well, the plan I've seen is three divisions. Oh, is it three? Three divisions of ten, which means I guess you would stick the Central just in Texas. Yeah, probably. Or Kansas City or something. And uh, you would only play those teams. So you would have the Mets kicking uh, – you'd have the Yankees kicking the shit out of the Mets. Oh, that would Several happen. times a year. No, nah, that wouldn't happen. Why, a why, year, why? only uh, this year. Why, why would this history year. change? No, history hasn't really changed. Okay. Oh, let me look at the stats for the Subway Series because I don't think it's that bad. The Mets are going to win the first. Are you? Game. Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking all time stats? Because Zach, they're pretty bad. Yeah, I'm. Okay. All right, let me look at all time. Interleague play started what? Ninety eight. Uh, yeah. Ninety nine. That's when the Subway Series started. Essentially, two thousand ninety nine. Well, that's interleague play. Two thousand was yeah. the, the World, World Series. Series. And then we taught you what's what was what there. That's it. All right, yep. fine. I'll do all time. According. According to the Mets Yankees rivalry, the regular season series all time is 71 51 Yankees. It's oh, not that bad. Oh, but the, lo- the longest win streak goes to the Mets with six straight. Yeah, fuck you. Dude, you oh, won six heck, straight. No. You're still 20 games behind us? Yeah, hey. What we are you play do? only four times a year. Sometimes only <laughs> twice. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, most of the time it's oh, four. No. Most of it, but not all of it. Yeah. Oh, man. And you know the World Series. That's all right. Yeah, we were, yeah we're all right. Once we uh, get our new owners, we'll be good. Sure. Right. Keep keep telling yourself that. I I'm will. a Devils fan. I've been telling myself that since two owners ago. <laughs> hey, um, our owners right now aren't that bad, Tony. They're not great. They're not great. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you. they're like – they're, they're not focused stuff. on the Devils winning. I'll tell you that. Hey, we're focused at on least when they had to let their employees go, they just kept paying them like they didn't let them go. Yeah, the MLB yeah, is rolling out like a, a payment thing for all the season ticket holders and shit. Yeah. Thank God. I mean, like, I no, know what's going on with my season tickets for the Devils. I haven't heard uh, of yeah, damn thing. Apparently, every 30, all 30 MLB teams got sued in the last week or two because of it. Like they were people have filed for uh, sense. class action lawsuits. Yeah. 
I'd jump on board one of those if we started one against the Devils. Mm. Well, the I Devils look like they're going to refund us. Yeah. Not well, refund, listen. credit it if you're locked in like we are until 21. That's just as yep. good, though. But, like, what if you're a oh, season yeah. ticket holder, This you, you didn't renew for next year, and uh, – what, are they going to credit you to it next year? Oh, here's some free tickets? Like, I don't want these free fucking tickets. I want my money yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, Seems dog know. shit. Give me my money. Yeah, yeah, yeah we finished paying for these this season in January, so. Yeah. Like, where the fuck? Have they, did one. they ever charge you for February or March? Yeah, they charged you for March. They didn't charge you for April. That's what I meant. Yeah. No. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they, they sent out a letter saying, we'll, we will hold off on payments with this whole coronavirus thing going on. Betsy. And I said, no, you could charge me anyway. Um, <laughs> Might as well. No, I, I didn't. I don't care. I'm, I'm excited because by the time I get out of quarantine, I'll have my full amount of money for my tickets. Yeah. All right, let's talk about sports that are definitely happening now. Golf is coming back. What's the date golf's coming back? Was it Memorial uh, Day weekend? I think it was. Let me, let me double check because that. Because that's going to be fun. That's going to be exciting. When uh, – well, you know, like we live in Jersey. Murphy's been coming out with all this stuff on how to reopen the economy. And I think the way we reopen is we start opening some of the things we closed last, right? Well, and I know golfers in the state proposed a petition. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This They're one trying of the to last get all the courses that we open. closed down were the courses in Jersey. I heard something so I think that New York is opening their courses. They are. They already did last week. Yeah? Yeah. Did they? And, <laughs> and, I, and yeah. I read something, too. I have too. not gone golfing yet. We have to go, but – I read I mean, something I that my job. Let's go you, you have to pay sometime. online. There's You can't go into the clubhouse. The only people that are allowed on the courses are the grounds cre- groundskeepers. The only workers on the, on the course are, like, at the place. So, like, it, it's not, like, terrible. And I think you some can places, use carts. Some places are doing one cart per person. Yeah, which I don't mind Most that. places. Most if places they, If they have carts that are available. Yeah, well, I, I think most are doing walking, or you could bring your own walking, or you bring your own push cart, which you'd be fine. I, exactly. I would do that, that, too. I have I my own have walker. a push cart. I yeah, yeah, I got to get one, Zach. I got a dope one. It, like, folds so, up. Uh, <laughs> golf is probably coming back here. No fans. Which yeah, is... no fans. That's going to be weird, but maybe not. I mean, why would that be weird? I feel like golf, if any sport's going to be okay without fans, golf is good. the sport. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> well, just wait to what I'm about to tell you because there was news that came out today about another sport come back up. PGA Tour plans to return in June. Um, I, I, it just says mid June, the Memorial Tournament uh, without spectators. So, June 18th? No, just before like the, the f- 18th. Yeah. I'm hyped for the, the Masters. The 18th is supposed to be the U.S. Open. Or no, November the Masters are. Yeah, that's going to be cool in the fall. That's going to be awesome. I wonder how the green, like the course is going to be late fall. I mean, I'm um, sure they're just as fun fine. It'll be in Georgia. It'll be yeah. fun in Georgia. So another sport that's opening up a little quicker, NASCAR announced, well, they haven't formally announced it yet, but the governor of North Carolina has given the okay for the race May 17th in Charlotte without fans. Charlotte, right? Yeah, South or North Carolina already uh, made their facilities where they work on the cars. They made that, those essential jobs. So they're already back to work, like at least behind the scenes, working on the cars and like getting everything ready. So by the time May hits, they'll be fine. And the official uh, announcement from NASCAR is supposed to come soon, even though the, the governor of North Carolina all but basically confirmed it today. 
Yeah, because a lot of their next races are down south, and there's yeah. not, I mean, they're there. And I mean, that many. NASCAR social distancing. I it, mean, they're in their own cars. Fine. Like, yeah. if your if your immediate pit crew doesn't have it, like, it's fine. Yeah. So that's that's currently where the world of sports stand. NASCAR's Zach, gonna make a boatload. Zach, you had some trivia questions. Give us the answer to the trivia question from last week. Last week, let's see. That was it. Was your it was a question about the uh, Toronto Blue Jays? Yes. Where did the no? It was the Seattle Mariners, I think. What what year did the Seattle Mariners? Oh, and the Toronto Blue Jays begin play in the American yeah. League. Kyle had it right. It was 1977. Tony, you were very close. Uh, yeah. 78, I think you said. Yeah. And then I don't remember what Tom and Trish said. We were all. We were around there. Yeah, we were all in that area. So what? What do you got? I think I said like 81. And now I gotta find it. Uh, who set a record for the most consecutive game consecutive games played with two thousand one hundred and thirty? That's before... you're gonna give us a softball. This is no. I said this is gonna be a hard one. Okay. Say, what right. was the full question? What was what? What? Yeah, sorry. Who set the record for the most consecutive games played with two thousand one hundred and thirty before Cal Ripken broke that mark uh, with the Orioles in ninety five? I know it. What, do you? Yeah. What, who, who had, what is it? Who had the consecutive game streak before Ripken? Yeah. Lou Gehrig. Yeah. <laughs> you know what took him out? The fucking disease. <laughs> it, well, <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus That's what Christ. Yeah. ALS strikes again. Well, yeah. For the first time. For the first time. <laughs> for the first time in baseball. Yeah. Let's say that. <laughs> come on. Give us. Give come on. All right. I'll give it you was the unreachable. Cal Ripken reached the unreachable star, <laughs> passing Lou Gehrig. What do all these players have in con, uh, common? Henry Aaron, Billy Williamson, Tommy Agee. Uh, oh, and Willie McCovey. Oh, there's a bunch of players. Have Don action. Mincher, Willie Mays, they and Lou hit May. dingers. I was going to say they all have excellent baseball names. That's that's my answer. The fact that you said Henry Aaron and not Hank Aaron. Yeah, Henry that, Aaron. That made me think of, it had something to do with nicknames. Billy Williams, Tommy Agee, Willie McCovey, Don Mincher, Willie Mays, and Lee May. They have all. They all have one thing in common. I'll give you a hint if you want it. Right. Yes. It's. Uh, were they all Mets? No, it's all where they're from. Oh God. No, I don't know where they're from. Neither do I. Willie Mays? You don't know where Willie Mays is from? Is he from New York? I know where Billy Mays is from. What'd you say, Tony? Is he from New York? No. I don't know. I'm Montana. just going to say it. Montana. Yeah. No, don't say it. Definitely not. Zach, we need, the whole we need, point we need, is that people need want, to answer. That's I don't true. want a question based on people's birthplaces. I want cold, hard, baseball, right. stat, trivia. Give me that answer, though. Uh, it was Alabama. They're all. They all were from Alabama. I was close. What'd you say? You said Montana. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty close. sure Billy. That's in Billy a thousand. Well, what was the name of the salesman of the OxyClean? Billy Mays. Where do you think he's from? Hi, Billy Mays. <laughs> yep. Tom right, that, this this will put things in perspective. Wait, 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 Trish. Where do you think Billy Mays is from? <laughs> I was gonna say like Louisiana. I want town. He was from Pennsylvania. Ah, yeah. damn it. <laughs> This will put right, things in perspective. Uh, what was the average player salary in 2010? Three million. Two hundred thousand dollars. Two 
200, what, Trish? <laughs> the average of everybody in the entire league? Come on. 200, no. Is that including minor leaguers? That's I don't why think so. I threw that number Because if it was, oh, okay, I would have said lower than that. Uh, Aaron Boone just hit a walk-off home run against the Red Sox. Actually, it might count. I don't know. It's a it's a big number. I'll tell you that. Is it? Does it have if it's seven, a big number, does it have seven it places count. like number places? You know, like millions. Is it seven digits? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Six point four million dollars. That's too high. A million dollars. I'm gonna say one point two. Okay. okay. All right. One point one point one one nine. One point one nine. All right, um, so shut up. So thanks for My listening price to us. Right it. Thanks for listening to us tonight. Uh, we'll be back next week for our hundredth episode of Too Many Men. It's been oh, a slow crawl. Finally hitting that, huh? We gotta it's have been a party. slow crawl to one hundred. Are you strange? <laughs> There's Makai Beckton's dad <laughs> that nobody else can see, <laughs> just us, because we didn't do a video portion this episode. <laughs> Uh, the hundreds, we, we got to do a video portion. These, these episodes through Zoom are going smoother than I thought. Yeah, 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 they are. I like the screen yeah. sharing. So we'll see. You, we'll see you next week with our hundredth episode. We got Touch Icing, the hockey podcast, coming out next week with our first episode. Yeah, and uh, cool. Enjoy. Stay safe, everyone. Stay inside. Wash your hands. Uh, Trish got laid off. Uh, <laughs> promoted to customer. <laughs> Trish has been promoted to customer again. Again. So what, Trish, you're just home? Uh, not yet. That opens up weekday golfing with Trish, though. Yes, we have to get it. It'll be cheaper during the week, too. Yeah. All right, Trish, yeah. since, you're, since you're soon to be unemployed, leave us with the last words of the episode. Uh, bye, everybody. Love you.